Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. I mean, the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my simian friend, Frank. How are you today? I'm Harry. You are Harry, I am, actually. I'm that a is, man. Except for on top of my head, ironically. It's It all got dispersed to the rest of your body. That's that's the running joke that I have, yeah. Yeah, although, yeah. would you really want, like, arm or chest hair on top of your head? It's a different caliber that's, of it's hair. It's a totally different type of hair. You know, for years, I had a an outdated driver's license, and whenever I have to, you know, whenever I got carded, I got ID'd, um, they would look at it, and they'd see this picture of me when I was 16, mm-hmm. where I still had hair on my head and none on my face. And they'd oh. look at me, and they were like, the bouncer would, like, give me a weird look, like, really, I'm supposed to believe this is you? And I would nervously make the joke, ah, the hair moved from the top of my head to down here. Ah, ah, it migrated down to my yeah. beard. Ah, ah. And every time my wife would elbow me and be like, it's, it's not funny. It's not going to get funny. Yeah. She was right. It didn't. So I just got a new idea. Like End of your story. marriage. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. Cool. That's my story about hair. What cool. are you drinking? What are we drinking? All right. So I haven't tried this yet. Okay. So this is inaugural. So as you as you are aware, yes. um, I went to Vermont for work. Um, recently, and while there, I went on a microbrewery tour. Very fun, very uh, fun. And uh, I purchased a growler of what is called Lil Devil from the Red Barn Brewery. Okay, Lil which, Devil. Which is very micro. Like very micro. Ant-Man-sized micro. Wow. It's in a actual Red Barn from the 19th century. Nice. That they have re-outfitted, and they served, at the time, four beers. Wow. And um, all theirs, and I purchased a growler. So it's a it's an IPA uh-huh. called the Little Devil. Little Devil IPA up near St. Johnsbury, uh, Vermont. Okay, if anybody finds their way up there, um, and so go ahead and give it a try. All right, here he tries. He's trying. He's trying. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, it's good. It's right? very balanced, actually. Very balanced. It's not very hop forward. I mean, it, it, there, there, you have yep. to taste the hops, but it's not like in your face punch you with the hops. That's right. That's right. It's because that's because the devil likes to play behind you. He doesn't uh, like to punch you in the face. That's right. He's 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 a crafty one. Mm-hmm. That one. Yeah, Ooh, it's, it's very good. I know. I know. I was I was satisfied with my purchase. They had four. They had four other ones uh, that I'm now struggling to remember the names of okay. completely. But I. I th- the little devil was a nice balance because even though it's an IPA and you said it's not overly hoppy, yeah, it, it was, it wasn't like the you know it wasn't a dark it wasn't like the dark stout sure. they had okay. or um, they had a really light ale that was I, I almost 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 went with but um, I thought this was kind of a nice compromise between each side so here we are with little devil I really like this thank you very much for providing this this is a delicious. Delicious beer. You are. That I am going to 
sip slowly so as I can enjoy it and savor it. You're welcome. There's a tiny bit more left in the growler, okay. so um, okay. feel free if you do finish and you finish before me, feel free to have some because because I did the tour, I've had more than you. Sure. And so even though it's far past my system um, at this point, then you feel free. Feel free to have some. I I will do that Thank because you very much. I am a I'm a giving person, Frank. You are. You're a very giving person. Yeah. Some 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 would say I'm. I I'm so giving yes. that I should be the ruler of of the ape community. Well, I don't know if I would say. I mean, no, no, I no. Know about ruler. I mean, come on, I'm not gonna like call you Caesar. Okay. Well, actually, I had a cat named Caesar. Fun fact. Did you really? Fun fact. It had nothing to do with Planet of the Apes, which I want to talk to you about today. Oh, is that what we're here for? We're here for Planet of the Apes, uh. but um, um, I. Um, I had a cat named Scissor. Uh, I had a cat named I had a, <laughs> very different. Thing. Yeah, I had a very cat. I had a cat named Caesar growing up. Um, because I had I was a kid and we had just seen Jesus Christ Superstar. It was one of the first shows I'd ever oh. seen, like on stage performed. And there's a line in the show that goes, "We have no king but Caesar," and that it was just stuck in my head. So when my mom was like, "What should we name?" I was like, "Caesar, we should. Name, <laughs> we need to name him Caesar." And you were held. I was like eight or nine. (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea who Caesar was. Incredible. Planet of the Apes or any of the real Caesars. Sure. Yeah. Wow. Um, But that's how we got a cat named Caesar. Mm -hmm. Um, Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. Uh, (laughs) The worst. Um, Monkey, monkey. Little devil, little Caesar. So, oh, um, man. stop monkeying around. This is serious ah, business. Ah, this no is, monkey business. This is simian business. Ah. Yeah. Um, so, Frank, have you ever seen any of the Planet of the Apes movies? I've never actually really talked to you about this. I have seen exactly zero of the Planet of None the Apes of them, movies. None of them. The reboots ever. or the originals. Not the oh, originals. No. Nope, oh, nothing. My tact is so wrong. I was just going to talk to you about the new ones, but I feel like now i got to talk to you about the originals, too. <laughs> well, oh, no. Yeah. I mean, give me... You know what? I really think... It's. I want to be. I want to be educated on this. You know. You, so what you're saying is, I need to hit you with my best shot. Yes, that's that's what I'm saying. Yes. Great. Okay. So I sound just like the recording, don't I? <laughs> you. It's uncanny. I feel like we don't have to drop it in. No, it's great. Um. So you guys, the instrument, you guys can go away. You have five minutes. You have five minute break. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's really crowded in the in here with them. Totally. Um, okay. So planet, planet of the apes. Um, oh, what a what a what a tale I shall weave. Pota. Um, pota. Pota. Indeed. Um, not potas. No, no. Don't be confused. No, no. Pota. Um, um, so I, I actually I think I'm just gonna I will talk about just the, maybe the new ones because um, sure because the the original the original films are are real good fun the cartoon the television show there's like the 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 re, the Tim Burton reboot there's this kind of there's so much to go into maybe i feel like i'll just talk about these these re, these reboot ones that seems fair but i i'll i'll caveat with um you really should at least just see the first one with charlton heston because okay. it's an american movie classic yeah um d- I guess really no more for that. I mean, like you're you're a big fan of of sci-fi, and this is Planet of the Apes is is almost as sci-fi as you can get. Yeah, um, yeah. it's got it's you know it's time travel and you know weird evolution and you know all this different you know lost civilizations and it's that's pretty it's pretty sci-fi. It's pretty textbook sci-fi. Yeah. Um. So so these so these new movies, Rise, Dawn, and War, mm-hmm. um, are. 
kind of a reboot and kind of not. Okay. okay. Do you know anything about them? No. Okay, you don't know anything. Okay, so I know there's a there's a is it Caesar? Yeah, something you are correct. Caesar. That's, so, that's all I so know. in the original Planet of the Apes mythology, mm-hmm. Caesar is like the great ape. Okay, the one that he's the Moses of the story. Which is funny because Charlton Heston. Anyway, I it, <laughs> it is funny, and I gotta talk to you. About, okay. I gotta talk to you about it. Um, and I'm gonna try to do it without spoiling anything. Okay, but if you don't get the Moses metaphor metaphor by the by the end of War of the Planet of the Apes. Like by the end of war, by, by the, the end, end of, of war, the if, most recent one. Yeah, if you don't get that he's Moses, then I, get I can't help you. <laughs> like, um, and I'll kind of I'll leave it at that. Um, so there's going to be what I'm going to say that there's there's going to be spoilers for Rise and Dawn, okay. but I want to try my best to not spoil okay. War since it's the newest one. Sure, but um, so. Th- it's a trilogy, and it's got it's a complete arc, and okay. it's it follows this it follows this ape named Caesar, um, and um, so the idea is that it, like it's telling the story of how Planet of the the Planet of the Apes began. So the original Planet of the Apes film, which was originally a, a French book, okay. and it's like this astronaut is out in space, and they come back, and they think they think they're on a different planet. And they're not really sure, and there's apes everywhere, and everyone knows the ending with the Statue of Liberty is like, oh my god, it was Earth all along. Yes, yes. The Simpsons did a great parody of it. Yeah. Um, with Troy McClure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever seen? Have you ever actually seen that? Uh, I've uh, seen the. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was so McClure. good. Um, ooh, Doctor Sayus, Doctor Sayus, <laughs> Doctor Sayus. Um, but anyway, so so the so so it's it's rise, dawn, and war, which people mm-hmm. uh, which people can get confused about. Yeah, um, like which one? Which one starts? But because Rise or Dawn both sound like they could be the first. They do, but um, War of the Planet of the Apes starts with this. Um, it starts with um, not a title scroll like Star Wars, but like just like um, text on the screen, like text to catch you up. Okay, on the screen, and the Rise, Dawn, and War are done in order, and they're big and bold, and they're different from the rest of the different from the rest of the text. So you like know that like this is the order they go in. Oh, I see. And it and it explains it in a way that Rise and Dawn make sense. So Rise is the story of Rise is the story of Caesar um starting this intelligent ape community. Um and Dawn tells the dawn of their civilization as a civilization. Okay. So there's no civilization in Rise. They're rising to become a civilization mm-hmm. where dawn is the beginning of their civilization. Okay. So it, it make it it makes sense and I'm glad somebody took the time to think about it because sure. it, it can be confusing. So so Rise is a real it's actually a real fast movie. It's 90 minutes. That's um, really fast. And basically James Franco's character is um is a, he's a scientist working for this big company, and they're testing a drug to cure Alzheimer's um, on on apes. Okay. Okay. Um, and um, there's this there's this ape called Bright Eyes, and they call it that because the drug, um, when when given when given to them, gives them like bright green eyes. Um, and so they're. It worked. The drug worked on Bright Eyes and none of the other ones. But he's like, he's so happy that they decide to present it to the board. And when they're trying to bring Bright Eyes up to the board, she freaks out. Like she freaks out and runs amok all through the lab. And one of the guards shoots and kills her. Mm. Um, and it's discovered that 
she's not freaking out because of the drug. It's that she had a baby in the lab and she thought they were trying to take her baby. So she properly freaked out. And so the board and the director ordered that they all the apes get exterminated. They're dangerous, blah, blah, blah. Experiments done. So James Franco takes the the ape home and that ape is caesar the baby yeah got it but because she had because bright eyes had been injected with the drug you know now like you're watching caesar's brain development right um so um so you find out pretty early in the film that um james franco's father john lithgow has alzheimer's Uh, and so he's kind of doing this for his father and you can kind of understand like why he wants to get because he's his dad's getting bad and Man, does John Lithgow do Alzheimer's well. Really? Like, really, really well. Um, it's very sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and so the story is basically, it's, it's kind of simple, and it's just about watching Caesar's brain development and how he's getting older and how they have to react to that. And his like he's getting smarter and smarter and smarter. He doesn't speak, um, but James Franco's character teaches him to sign as you, as people do with as right. people do with chimpanzees and Coco. Right. Exactly. And so but he's like really smart. Okay. Like they bring him to like he asks what happened to his mom and like they go and he's and they have to like you were an experiment and he has to react to that. And what does he do? And, and this is all in sign language, all in sign language. Okay. Um, and so the so the movie progresses until he. Without spoiling much of anything, like he has to go into this like chimp reserve, basically this ape reserve, um, where he's not treat he's not treated well. Draco Malfoy doesn't treat him well at all. He's in this movie. Is he really? Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Um. What's his What's his name? Tom. Tom. Fit. Um. Uh, Felton. Felton. Tom Felton. Um. He's got the get your hands off me, you damn dirty ape line. Oh, he does. Yeah. Okay. Um. And Caesar in that moment like screams no. Which is the first time he any ape has ever spoken. And it was really powerful. It was really well done. And he basically th- steals the drug and makes all the other chimps around them smart. One of them is it's not an orangutan. It's another. It's another kind of. It's, it's got like a big round face. You know okay. what I'm talking about. Yes. And and that ape, Maurice is in all three films. Like so, you're kind of like watching like best friends like track uh, their yeah, yeah. track their progression. Um, and, and so it, it all takes place in San Francisco and the film oh. ends with all the apes basically running them up through San Francisco and escaping into the Redwoods. Okay. And so, but at the end of the film, we, we learned that this, during the course of the film, so when, when humans are exposed to this drug, it kind of brings on like these, this like flu type symptoms and it kills people pretty quickly. And oh, like, and okay. it's not the flu, so you can't. It's not treatable. Got it. And the end of the film's credits shows the plague, the what's dubbed the simian flu, spreading. So, which brings that like this is how humanity gets wiped out, and this is how uh, the age rise. Because oh, okay, the film okay. wasn't meant to be a tri- the it wasn't meant to be the start of a trilogy. They thought it'd be a one and done thing, but but it did it did really well. The this new arc of um. Planet of the Apes movies is one of the most successful franchises in film history, but nobody's talking about them. Really? Yeah. Successful like, in terms of box like office? Box office. They really? do they do really well. Um not, not, not like just how well Marvel or Star Wars well. Okay. But in terms of franchise but in terms of 
in terms of franchise and how much they make, they're over a billion dollars. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But and like wow, people like flock to them and people watch them, but nobody like for whatever reason nobody seems to talk about them. Like it seems like for whatever reason there seems to be like you can love Iron Man, but you can't love Planet of the Apes. Even though clearly everyone does because they are making bank. That's so interesting that they are that financially successful. I mean, I I figured that they were. Yep. Is it, is it, I mean, we're talking domestic or worldwide? Both. Huh. I mean, War beat out Spider-Man in its second weekend. You would, a Marvel movie. It beat out, like, it took the top spot. Wow! So Spider Man came out one week, and Apes was the next week, and it and it and it surpassed, took it over. By, which wow. never happens with a Marvel film. No, They're they always, always get they, at least they, two three all, weeks, and it knocked it right out. Wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah, it dropped like sixty one percent or something and, like and that. And really, not not that many people are talking about it. Nope. I but I, people go until you told me you'd seen War. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if it was coming out like oh, and it's coming out like next week or yeah. something. Like I didn't realize it was already out for a yeah. weekend. They are. The stories are great, and they're they're beautifully shot. The first one is who wrote the, who directed the first one? Rupert something. It's the guy who was gonna do Gambit, I think, at one point. Okay. Um, and Matt Reeves directed two and three. Oh, the guy nice. who's doing the Batman, the Batman, yeah, coming up. And without having seen War, when I knew that he was gonna do, having just seen Dawn, I was like, that is, I can't wait because Dawn is one of the smartest, gutsiest summer action films that you blockbuster films that you could see the it opens the the first maybe 10 minutes of the film is subtitles just speaking to each other and hunting and whatever else summer blockbuster movie and we're going to open with subtitles wow unheard of like so wow and there's there's a human element so the second story is that the apes Basically, live in the Red Redwood Preserve. Um, I want to say like ten years have gone by, something like that. Caesar's in charge, and the apes live on their own. They hunt. They have a community. They have a, like a home and everything. And the humans are down there in San Francisco trying to survive because the plague has wiped out bunch and bunch and bunch and bunch of humanity. And so you follow the human side. There, um, uh, who played? Oh, what's his name? Who played John Carter in Terminator Genesis? Uh, John Connor. Um, John, yeah, I said John uh, Connor, right? Uh, uh, Jai Courtney. No. Um. Oh no, that wasn't John. No. Yeah. No. John. Um. Jai Courtney played the other. The other guy. Um, oh, he was Kyle Reese. Yeah, Kyle Reese. Uh. Oh, I'm blanking. Oh, uh, me too. He's a good actor too. I can I'm use my. Totally I'm gonna. Blanking. I'm gonna use my. I'll use okay. my one look. I'll, okay. I'll do it. I'll take the. I'll take the the hit on this one. Um, I'm like I can't even like picture whose face it was to be honest. And I saw that movie and I I enjoyed that movie too. Terminator Genesis. Did you? Yeah, I enjoyed oh. it. I mean, I didn't love it, but I liked it. It is what it is. Uh, it was better than uh, than the Jason Salvation. Clark. Jason, Jason Clark. Jason Clark. Um, so you follow Jason. You follow Jason Clark. Um, and the woman he's with, Carrie Russell. Uh, yep. and they're kind love of her. like adopted ish son. Cody Smith McPhee, who okay. played Nightcrawler in um, X Men Apocalypse, and okay, a bunch of other stuff, um, and they're basically their group leader, Gary Oldman. Ooh, yeah. Um, and so 
the story of Dawn is Caesar basically saying, like, apes live here, humans live there, we do not talk, we don't do anything, and there's this other ape, his name's Koba, played by Toby Kebbell. Okay. Who played Doctor Doom in the new Fantastic Four movie. Oh, yeah. too bad. Yeah. Good actor. <laughs> good actor. His best roles. Can't see him. You know? Because he's, re- he's, wow. he's a real good actor. But, um... Um, so he's like, he, he was also in Rise and he's like, he, he fully remembers how mistreated he was by humans. So he's this kind of like, it's kind of like Scar trying to undermine Mufasa. It's got a, like a Lion King oh, tone sure. going to it. It's sure. one of those. Um, and so basically the humans come to Caesar to say like, look, there's a dam close to where you're living. If we can get it started, that we can get electricity and we can kind of keep surviving because if see. not, we die. And is that dam called Dam? Dirty Apes? Is that the name of the dam? It is not, but I like where your head's at. Okay. I like where your head's I at. I feel like it should be, but that that's 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 fine. Um and so so the so the so the the it's all about Caesar trying and some of the humans attempting to live peacefully, but the the apes are not responsible for the flu. The flu is ma- the flu is man made. Okay. But it's dubbed the simian flu. So people just hate hate on the apes because they're different because they're smart because they're weird and you call something like you call the bird flu you you hate on birds even right. though it, you know like it's right. not it's not or swine flu or yeah, whatever it's not yeah. the big, you know like it's not the pig's fault like right right yeah. right right exactly yeah so it's it's kind of like that i see. actually i think dawn came out around the time that the swine flu was huge uh. um so i like it would make you know it has that kind of over yeah yeah the the films comment on what society, what's happening in society at the time like the third one there's like there's a there's a wall being built by the humans and like there's this like this is like not hit you over the head with stuff with political stuff or or newsworthy stuff but um it's it's prevalent you can you can make the illusion or the metaphor pretty quickly got it um so so the second one is about humans humans and apes trying to reconcile with each other but Koba's got his own kind of his own plans, and he basically wants war. He wants you know apes apes together strong. Yes, you know, yes. Let's let's wipe them out, kind of kind of deal. All of them. All of them. Yes, exactly. Let's. Um, so it's it's almost it's even got like this like Charles Xavier Magneto thing going on. Like we can mm. live we can live peacefully together, or we can just kill them all because we're better than them. Right. So, um, if you think of Koba as Magneto, like he was treated poorly, like he was experimented on, he's like all this stuff, and you think of you know you think of Xavier as like the more privileged one, he's treated kindly by humans, right? Or else okay, it, so it, he he's yeah, he's the one that's more mm-hmm. the the favorite son. Yes, exactly. Yeah, um, and so without spoiling what happens in that film, the war basically begins which you can kind of figure out pretty quickly okay yeah um and then and so the, the third film takes place another 10 years after that and it's about the okay. apes trying to figure out how to escape the humans like to, to totally live separately so there's like scouts coming back going this is oh we can we found land across the desert we can live there nobody's there let's go and so it's all about their exodus 
oh my god yeah yeah it's about their yeah. it's about their exodus uh-huh. to this to this pro- they, to this promised land do they actually call it call it an exodus no in, not in never okay. once no but michael I was G- like Mike, oh my god if they call it that I michael g kino does have uh um you know how he does puns for all of his um he does puns for all, for of his all track the, titles. the track titles yes. yeah so he's got an exodus pun in there um for the music and so um without spoiling anything in war caesar has a personal vendetta now against against the against the humans so it's about him like trusting the people to make it there on his own while he goes and deals with his personal vendetta this time it's personal yeah um and that's those are the planet so that's the story of the planet so i spent a long time just telling you about the story but I'm going to try to capture your imagination for two reasons. One, okay. if you couldn't tell by my my exuberance, the story is great. Yep. It, really interesting, it, it really actually, captivating. It sounds like they've done a really, really... I don't know what the original story, how good they were... And was there was there more than one film with Charlton yeah, Heston? Yeah, there's four. Uh, there's two with Charlton Heston, and then there's two or three other ones after that, plus that the are, Mark Wahlberg one. That are part of that original... Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, continuity yeah. and if you if you at least see the first one they'll make some allusions to to it like one character's name is another character's name and you're like oh that's like a setup thing, okay maybe. so it's or, like yeah or there's a plot point in war that i don't want to give away okay. that really gives you a big setup to um to the first film okay so so are the current films they're still in the same it's not a, it's not a total reboot is it is it like is it like prequels to the original they're basically prequels but you could watch them on their own and still fully enjoy sure. them without ever seeing the original okay okay but is the idea that that at some point at at some point theoretically at some yep. point you could watch the current movies and and you know like then, and then go back to watching the old ones, and like the story would continue Absolutely. from there. Because they, oh, okay, I, see, a, I thought it was a complete reboot, like new continuity, new uh, story, okay. new everything. No, no, no. Remakes there's, a, or there's there is decades, if not hundreds of years, between um, between um, uh, War and the original Planet of the Apes. Got it. So, so there's plenty of runway to make more in in. The f- rise and dawn. There are hints at the original story. They talk about like the spaceship that Charlton Heston is on, like going to space. Like it's on. Like I think it's in Rise. Like they watch it go into space. Like it's the first man mission to Mars, and so oh, okay. they get trapped on their way back. They go through like this weird time warp thing that they don't know about theory of relativity or whatever. Exactly. And, okay. So, um, um, so that that's kind of where, um, that's kind of where we, um. That's kind of where we pick up the story in the original. Okay. So, um, I think, I think maybe they were supposed to kind of like it was supposed to be a reboot, but the film, these three films, did such a great job at being able to weave everything together back towards that movie without you even really realizing it. Then, right. then it it doesn't. It's not necessarily a reboot. It's really prequels. It does a better job at prequeling than than Star Wars ever could have. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think many would argue that. Yeah, the <laughs> the the emotional heft of apes is these ape films is what you kind of wanted all the Star Wars films to have to have. Yeah, interesting. It's got that kind of like gravitas to it. It sounds like, so. Were the originals? Mm-hmm. Would you say were the originals? Um, 
campier or or campier? They were campier. Absolutely. So does it? Is it one of those things where like you know now we're taking a, like a grittier reboot of it, but like it works so well. Like it, it, yeah, I wish it was this way the whole time type of thing. Kind of. I mean, I like the kind of campy '60s. Like it takes itself seriously, but just with like a like in a way that all '60s movies kind of take themselves seriously. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So it's got a little bit of a twinkle in their eye, but like the first film has like when they just so Charlton Heston like can't speak in the film. He gets like hit in the throat and mm. like he can't speak, but none of the humans can speak. I didn't and realize so that. They, yeah, so he's like so when he says "Get your paws off me, you damn dirty ape," that's the first time that he speaks in their presence because oh. the first time he's able to, and that's why they're like whoa because no other human can. They've like devolved. Into the state of like Neanderthalism. Oh, they've devolved. Sort of, yeah. Um, yeah. In their travels to in whatever, like yeah, they've kind of gone. They've kind of gone. They've kind of gone backwards. And the and that's why the apes are more superior to the humans. Uh, You are blowing my mind right now because I had I had no idea about any of this. Yeah. So the role it's role reversal. So they're like looking at the apes, going, "Oh, they keep them in zoos and like they watch it because they just yeah." So the original film actually makes like pretty great statements about the nature of humanity yeah. and what it means to be human and like all that stuff because like Charlton Heston like goes on trial like what for like whether he's intelligent or not like oh, whether wow. we can consider this creature an intelligent being or not um it's pretty great so they've never seen a human before they've seen humans but oh. they've never seen one that can it's speak talk. and okay. they're like Dr. Zayas is like the like he's an abnormality like this doesn't happen they're not smart they can't do this and there's like this this is war of ideology between the science community and the religion, com- the religious community. Oh, and apes wow. And like, oh, this is way more sci-fi and way more philosophical than I thought it was. It's like it's heady. People don't remember it that way, but it's like it's actually like heady sci-fi. It's like what sci-fi is supposed to be. Right. It's philosophical. It's supposed it's Star Trek. Like I was just going to say, philosophy. it sounds like Gene Roddenberry Star Trek. Yes, that's exactly. Well, it's 60, I want to say it's like 68, 69. So it's that's like, it's in that time of that time. of like 2001 A Space Odyssey, Star Trek. It's in that space wow. space of <laughs> like a philosophical sci-fi. Wow. Um, and so the the other Apes movies don't have that the same, the, the way the first one does, um, especially as they go on. And the Mark Wahlberg one which I actually like it's not great but the makeup in it and the commitment of the actors to their roles is pretty unbelievable when was the Mark Wahlberg one made early 2000s is that the Tim Burton one also? yeah it yeah is. Okay. um it it's it's kind of worth watching for uh Tim Roth um and and Michael oh. Clark Duncan <laughs> And love um, Michael Hart, um, Helena Bonham Carter, of course, Tim Burton movie, um, Paul Giamatti. Like they're all wow, they're, I love yeah, I love Paul they're Giamatti. all apes, and they're all like McClurkin. They're all the apes. Yeah, they're yeah, and what they're the make one. The makeup is outstanding, but they went through like rigorous. This is how you move like an ape kind of thing, wow. much like art the actors in these movie films do now. But it's all mocap now, right? So, which is the other point I actually want to talk to you about. So, well, these these three films are philosophical in a in a way that in a way that like the first film was okay um, in a in a it presented differently but it allows you to think about those questions it brings back way. that tone of yes okay. right okay. Oh, like let's this is a we it's not just summer blockbuster apes on horseback with guns it's let's think about the implications of all of this at the same time sure 
um, especially two and three. The first one, not so much. It it like has it and it's present, but it's it kind of moves through the story quickly enough. Um, but the um, but the the special effects in this in these films are unbelievably good. The first one, the first one is good, and Caesar looks good, and the other apes. But sometimes it's like you can tell when it was made. You know, like it's but. By the time you get to, when you get to two, um, they're they're so good. The way that like Pixar like kind of like perfected fur in Monsters Inc. Oh, okay. is like elevated to a completely different level oh. in these films. But then War, like I couldn't stop looking at their eyes because they're so real. Like. I, like I couldn't actually tell if it's their real eyes or their CG. Oh wow! There's because the shape has changed depending on the animal. So, like, don't sure. forget. So it can't just be the actor's real eyes. So there has to be some digital markup to it. But, but it's so realistic. It's that... so realistic. I I like, I couldn't figure out how. Like it was unbelievably good. Unbelievable. Like the 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 effects. I mean, if the story was just so so and the effects were great, the movie would still be great. Mm-hmm. But I like I rate all the movies that I see every week and whatever else. I gave War five stars. Wow! And, and I think the last movie I gave five stars to was, um, oh shoot, what's it called? It's the 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 Boston Globe movie, um, Spotlight. Spotlight. I think that's the last movie I gave wow. five stars to, um. And and I see a movie every week. You do at least yeah. one every week. Yeah. Do you write those down anywhere? Like, do you have like a, a journal or something where you write them down? They there's I mean that's Flickster, so they're stored in. Okay, Flickster. so you do like yeah. store them somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's something. Is that can you like publish that or like? I can. I mean, I can go through and like check to see. But like, if you wanted to give somebody a link to like your Flickster profile or something, can uh, you do that? I might. I, I've never tried, so I can. I oh, will try be, with you. That would be so cool. I would love to see that because like. And I feel like our listeners might like that too, if that's yeah. something you're comfortable with. Like I feel sure. like that would be super cool. I see a lot of movies, man. You do see a lot of movies. I and saw I've... the big sick today. It was great. Oh, isn't it great? It was great. Oh, I could do a whole episode on that, <laughs> yeah. man. I love that movie. <laughs> oh, it was I loved it. It was awesome. I, I loved I, it. I saw it just before I picked you up. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. So so good. Yeah, it was. Oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um well, you know how I feel about Kamel. Like You know how I feel about Yeah, Kamel. I know. We talked about together. We, we have Kamel. We did. We have a picture. We had proves it. Yeah. Um I'll put it in the show notes. Cool. Um, um, so, but, uh, so anyway, so going back to, going back to apes, I, damn dirty apes. I think the, the, dirty, tw- the dirty apes dam, I know, right. Exactly. Dirty apes dam. The, um, the dam that holds back the dirty, dirty apes. apes. Yeah. Um, from going over the I think, I think you're a fan. Uh, I know you're a fan of heady science fiction. I am. And I think that, and I know you're a fan of good storytelling and good special effects. So I think these like. It's, these movies have all of that compiled into one. I saw it in 3D. I saw War in 3D. Oh yes, and you said it. You recommended it in 3D, which you don't often do. No, I don't. I hate 3D. Um, but Me too. but Matt but Matt Reeves shoots a film so beautifully that like you, could, it's one of those films that you kind of want to pause the fr- to look at the frames. Like I got to stare at that for a little while, yeah. and not just yeah. looking at the ape, like just like a mountain and like i just i have to i have to just look at it and 3d actually really helped with that there's a uh that's there's a uh twitter handle maybe it's youtube uh, as well called every frame of painting um that 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 just shows like it it does analysis of like 
movies that are like that. That's like, cool. You could like this, like the, the scene. Is it a podcast or a YouTube? It's definitely a, a Twitter. I think it's a YouTube as well. It's not a podcast. Oh, okay. Um, it's it's a video thing. Um, but uh, yeah, every frame of painting, and they 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 do that. They look at like movies that are like visually stunning, like that. Um, but yeah, you just, I'm definitely gonna check them out. Yeah, I'll throw that in the show notes as well. Thank you for my own purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no idea what we're doing. I don't know how we are on time. Um, I think we're good to wrap up, actually. We're, we're good to wrap up? Yeah, okay. we're, we're in a safe space to wrap okay. up. Okay. Um, so I I cannot express to you how much I think that you should watch these movies. No, because like when we did Hit Me With a Best Shot, like going back all the way to the first one, like I think you should watch Lord of the Rings because they're technically, because I love them, yes. but I know they're not your bag. Yes. Like kind of like Alien. Yes, I know this is your bag, yeah. baby. Yeah, and you like, were right. <laughs> yeah, and you were right about Alien. Yeah, I enjoyed Alien. So, yeah. and I mean, I love Alien too. But uh, this is, I, I, if I were you, I'd watch Rise, Dawn, and War, and then, and then if you like them enough, then you can watch, then you can watch the original. The original. One. Yeah. So it's the order. The, what's the order they came out in? Rise and then Dawn and the War. Rise. Yeah. That's the order they came. The out. Rise of Caesar, the Dawn of all of the of ape civilization, and, and the War. war. Okay. To, for so RDW. Yeah, RDW. I don't know what I'm going to use the mnemonic, but I'll, I'll just tell you if you. I mean, confused. I have Google. So <laughs> yeah, um, Rise is definitely the weakest of them. Okay, like, but it's, it's the shortest it's, one. Too. It's also the shortest. Yeah. It's only an hour and a half. That's and right. I actually rewatched them right before going to see War. Nice. And I put it on. I was like hour and a half, like because it's it's a lot of story. In a very compact amount of time, okay. but I, I couldn't believe it. And I think Dawn is just two hours, and I think War is a little is like two and ten or something like that. Okay. So very well, doable. Yeah, it sounds very doable. Um, the, uh, the ninety minutes and then and then two hours. That sounds pretty. That's that's the thing I care about. When I'm in the theater, I don't care how long the movie's going right, to be. Exactly. Because like I've Cause I've blocked off you, like a few you, hours to do this. You right. Know? I see a movie starts at seven. I'm like seven to eleven in the phone. Yeah, yeah, like I don't know how long. Right, like, yeah. I might as well be right because like I'm going to be. I'm not going home till till late. Right. But um, but when it's at home, that's when I care about how long it is. Because yeah. that's when it's like I'm making time. You know, to watch this movie in the middle of doing right. other things, but you could do an hour and a half. I can do an hour and a half. I can even do two hours. So. Right. Um, it's when you know when when we're talking about three and four hour extended editions of movies. That right. No, I don't. I can't. I can't. I can't fault you for that. But honestly, if I had to choose between like you need to watch this or you need to watch like if you need to watch Lord of the Rings, you need to watch Planet of the Apes. I'm going to say Planet of the Apes because I know you're going to enjoy it as opposed to it being. Um, like uh, a task that you have sure, to accomplish. Sure, 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 To maintain the friendship. Right. Know? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I, this has been, this has been very, very enlightening and I feel very, I'm very, very motivated right now to, cool. to watch these films. Um, so I thank you for that. You're welcome. You're very welcome. Um, so you can find us on Facebook, Gmail, Twitter, and website at Beer with Geeks. That's right. Um, you can rate and review us on iTunes and Google Play and all the other places that podcasts can be found. Anywhere you can find a podcast, Any- you'll find Beer with Geeks. Speaking of podcasts you can find, there are plenty, 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 plenty of other podcasts under the Thought Bubble Audio banner that oh. we are you're more than welcome to check out. You can check out The Marketers Next Door, uh, where Frank and Marissa talk about social media and all of his wonderments. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find Frank and I on Supergirl TV Talk, in which we talk about CW's hit show Supergirl, if that is your bag, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> or you can find me and Palmer on 
Academy Rewind, which we are re-examining Oscar nominees, Best Picture Oscar nominees from years past. And you can find all those shows at ThoughtBubbleAudio.com. Yes, indeed. All in one place. All in one place. It's it's magical. Magical. Indeed. So I, I say, until next time, Cheers. cheers.